Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons where we're as pretty as Princess Leia and as smart as Yoda. I am your host Bob Mackey and in case you didn't know, this is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons. Who else is here with me today? Christopher Adista and Henry 1980 is the best Gilbert. It totally is, even though I wasn't alive, how could it be? But today's episode is I Married Marge, which aired on December 26, 1991, the second flashback episode. Chris, what happened on this mythical day in history? The day after Christmas, what an amazing gift to the world. exciting. Mikhail Gorbachev resigns as president of the Soviet Union. Tom Warner declares Ted Turner its man of the year. And with $35 million in tour revenue, the Grateful Dead are the highest grossing live act of 1991. How much longer would Wavy Gravy be with us? <laughs> uh, uh, I believe Garcia would die three or four years later and put an instant stop to that success. Yeah, all I remember from them as a kid is the video where they were all skeletons. And I was like, yes, oh, it's yeah. the skeleton band. They're fun. And then I found out they kind of aren't fun. I remember, I remember them as ice cream. So I was yeah. introduced to Cherry Garcia and wavy gravy. Also, those dumb bear stickers Stupid that were everywhere. Stupid bear stickers on Volkswagen buses. Yeah. yeah. what I remember. The grocery store I worked in had a vending machine full of those garbage <laughs> things. Yes, yeah, so this is the second flashback episode. I really like it. It's called I Married Marge. It flashes back to 1980 and for mm-hmm. me as a kid, uh, born in 82, it was a window into like the short period of time before I was born, which is very mystical and magical for yes. me. And even now I had to look up references. I'm like, how did I ever find any of this funny as a, as a 10 year old? Cause I'm like, John Anderson, who is that? Google, Google, Google. And then I looked it up. But... Yeah. Cause like, uh, I was born in 1980. Mm. So I was zero throughout the entire decade. Yes. So I don't remember any, any of it. So mm. when people say you're eighties nostalgic, I'm like, I'm actually just as nineties nostalgic as you are. Yeah, because that's when I came of age. I think we're all a weird hybrid of eighties and nineties. Yeah. Kids. Our, our punitive squares are all fucked up. I am nostalgic now when I watch, and I do, every other year, E.T. I watch E.T. and like that's the 80s that is like real vague in my head. Mm. The long shag carpeting, wood panel walls. The 70s are just kind of bleeding out. The end of the 70s and like I am nostalgic for that because I barely remember it. No, me neither. Like I think I only became cognizant of pop culture or memory in like 87 Mm. when I was five. But at that point, that's when I had, you know, my family had uh, the free weekend of HBO. I was watching more TV. I watched an appalling amount of TV. <laughs> yes, and so, as, we, as we all did. And so because of that, I came to know all that. Hey, you're supposed to be listening to my story. I thought it was over. You had a problem turning blades. You overcame it. The feel-good story of the year. It's not our fault our generation has short attention spans, Dad. We watch an appalling amount of TV. Don't you ever, <laughs> ever talk that way about television. Lousy, ungrateful, can't keep their, what do you call it, minds on any, uh... <laughs> I feel like that, that is Homer's first explicit declaration of his passion for television. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, I do like that in, in that, like, no, television's not the scapegoat anymore. No, exactly. It's the internet. And, I, and like, smartphones. Like, yeah. this was the, the boogeyman and in the Homer Simpsons era. grew up without television. So stupidity... <laughs> is come is raining in from somewhere else in America. Actually, he grew up sitting in front of the Radiation King. Remember, <laughs> yes, uh, I set yes. up. Yeah, uh, see, so yeah, I, I had nostalgia for this era of the '80s, even though I ne- didn't live it. Uh, just because it, it, I don't know, it feels warm and homey to me. And also, I definitely this episode is the most that I know. I say this like every other episode, <laughs> but 
I'm going to compliment Harry Shearer, too, so well, hold on to your seats. Yeah. But these are the ones that remind me, like, oh, yeah, I conflated my parents with Marge and Homer. Like, mm, I yeah, thought my pa- my mom and dad are Marge and Homer. And this episode has, like, shocking parallels to my parents' like marriage and their life. But uh, the behind-the-scenes thing on this one, this is the this is a sequel to The Way We Was, a very exactly. direct mm-hmm. sequel. But it's the first one of a trilogy of flashback episodes written by Jeff Martin. Oh, they're all Jeff Martin joints. Yeah, they're all Jeff I didn't Martin realize joints he wrote this one he will write uh, lisa's first word and the b sharps episode Mm. he does all those three flashbacks uh yeah i don't like this episode but not because uh it just didn't hit me that well i think i described it earlier as the bland tofurkey in between a sandwich made of flaming moes and radio bart bread it might be Mm. a little too james l brooksy yeah to fit where it falls it's very sincere and sweet and doesn't focus very much on comedy and the jokes are much more lame if you if you're watching them like us in blocks Uh, i I do enjoy this look into the simpsons lore the simpsons canon because um i mean we we praise the way we was for being revolutionary for be like what is oh my god 70s nostalgia is a thing this is 80s nostalgia Mm -hmm. and not just 80s the decade 1980 the year yeah (laughs) which is funny because i mean i think we brought up that that episode that 90s show which sort of Mm -hmm. re writes the history of the simpsons and that's not why it's bad it's bad because it takes the 90s as a decade like there are jokes about homer starting grunge music along with jokes about clinton (laughs) being impeached in the same episode yeah Yeah. this is all specific to 1980 itself so specifically 1980 and about how they lived then and uh, also the behind the scenes thing i wanted to mention was that sam simon who we talked a ton about on flaming Mm moe's uh he warned them at the time of like guys we're being inefficient to have them getting Bart's birth, the wedding, yes, and right. Homer getting hired at the power plant in one episode. In like, retrospective, yeah, there are only five real flashback episodes that fit in this '80s timeline, '70s '80s timeline, huh. and uh, they did they did spill a lot of uh, what they could have done in more. Yeah, in this episode, and they—I mean—that's why they end up having to do ones that really scratch the bottom of the barrel. Like, why did Homer start wearing blue pants? Yes. Or they have to answer the question we didn't ask, but was interesting to see when did Lisa get a saxophone? That's that's where I cut off the flashback uh, episodes. I think that, that that's the last uh, good one. Yeah. yeah, the introductory clip I have is great. I'll set up the premise for this whole episode. Hey Homer, how come Mom's going to the doctor? Is anything wrong? No, everything's fine. Your mother uh, just broke her leg. What? I smell a bun in the oven. Is mom going to have another baby, dad? Maybe. (laughs) You're a machine, Homer. Did you hear that, Maggie? Another baby in the house. Oh, cool. We can race them. Yeah, sure. For you, a baby's all fun and games. For me, it's diaper changes and midnight feeding. (laughs) Doesn't mom do that stuff? Yeah, but I have to hear about it. Will you like this when mom was pregnant with me? Actually, Bart, I threw up more than your mother. (laughs) It all happened at the beginning of that turbulent decade known as the 80s. Those were idealistic days. The candidacy of John Anderson, the rise of Super Tramp. It was an exciting time to be young. None of those jokes are funny. I guess you kind of have to know who John Anderson was, and I had to look yeah. him up. But like, I never got this joke before. He was the he was the more moderate um, alternative to Reagan. Ah, <laughs> he ran okay. as an independent in the nineteen eighty election. He's not the singer of Seminole Wind. Uh, no. Somebody out there is yeah. going to get them. So he, yeah, um, he's yeah. like he was like the the, the Ross Perot of twelve years nice. earlier. Yeah, or the Mitt Romney, perhaps. I had a the, really uh, dumb idea for an article. I'm going to pitch it right here because um, I remember them a lot on being in the car with my parents on NPR. A giant collection of Ross Perot, pro Ross Perot songs. <laughs> what? Like, just because I 
I still have the lyrics to them in my head, some of them. And my uh, parents were not Ross Perot fans, but like NPR would play them every other day. I it guess was funny he was to laugh yeah. at them. <laughs> what, 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 they were pro Ross Perot? Pro Ross Perot are songs about, because he was like the most cartoonish character running for president. It's so true. like he, he was very easy to caricature and do impressions of or just sing about him because he would say crazy shit. <laughs> I remember him more for the SNL sketch in which Phil Hartman played his uh, uh, vice presidential candidate. Who like, am I? Yes. Why am I here? <laughs> He's like running alongside his car. Yeah. I mean, Red when you were silent for 45 minutes, it was, <laughs> it was all class. I did like, uh, I was kind of grossed out now seeing that <laughs> That Bart was so celebratory of Homer having sex with Marge. Yeah, like, I don't know if they realized the process that brought about the baby, but I guess uh, not. Well, he says Homer, you're a machine, which mm-hmm. implies like he at least uh, know, yeah. he knows, knows Homer knows has happens. to make it happen. Yeah, and I also I liked Barnacle Bill's uh, pregnancy ah! test. Ah! Barnacle <laughs> Bill's home pregnancy test. Homer, shouldn't we have gone with a better known brand? But Marge, this one came with a free corn cob pie. Okay, uh, so national famous, or sorry, national is the wrong word for this altogether. Tallahassee famous landmark Barnacle Bills. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it's on radio commercials on every local news channel, every radio station. <laughs> so, like, little Tallahassee kids thought, like, the Simpsons just mentioned us. We we were really excited because, <laughs> wow. like, if you if you say that to someone in Tallahassee, they'll just automatically go barnacle bills on north monroe is it like, like a tiki bar or something no or it's just what? a piece of shit crab shack that <laughs> okay. uh, crab in, shack. in the middle of a of north monroe obviously of course visit it when you're there i think it's named after an old sea shanty because they sing it in uh homer's night out yeah uh, like during the, the bachelor party a barnacle yeah. bill that's so can I touch on something that we probably shouldn't let's not um, get political i know what you're going to touch upon it's right. the, that's the elephant in the room for yeah. an episode about a pregnancy but yes yeah. it's it's par for the course in 1991 that like Am I pregnant? I can't do anything to stop this. I Not guess, even at yeah. this very early stage. That's never discussed. I mean, until you said this, I never thought about the word that rhymes with Gagorshin. Yeah. That could, <laughs> let's, let's, call it, let's call it pulling a mod. Yeah, yes. like pulling a mod, like that. It's ne- it's just it's not even broached. It's exactly. just like and they're talking about how we could never afford this. This will ruin us. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, guess we're forced to. Like, the yeah. social landscape, I guess, was very conservative. You mm-hmm. could not even say a character was gay. So uh, approaching an issue like abortion would be huge. And I remember, like, ten years later on Malcolm in the Middle, a show I also watched, um, the mom was pregnant and the baby was like, we can't have this. Uh, the baby was a disaster. Like, mm-hmm. we have no money. We can't afford this baby. Our lives are ruined. And she decides to keep it. But there was never a debate about whether or not she was going to keep no. it. It was just like, no, we're, this is just, it just has to happen because we're in a sitcom. I think middle America still wouldn't be right for it. Guilt, but he- Only as a side note to that, watch the first episode of Lucky Louie. It has a great way of dealing with this exact same concept and has one of the best endings... On t- I wish that show had more episodes. Like yeah. Well, you talk about the secret conservatism of this episode. This episode also implies I did not phrase that- it like that at all. <laughs> no, but, I don't want that tweet. But how they didn't Sorry. talk about how they didn't talk about abortion. It's also yeah. it's not talked about, but it is it is absolutely the reality that seemingly Homer and Marge had never had sex mm-hmm. until this and they dated for six years and Marge still lived at home I was yes. wondering about that was he just pulling out at the right time because I figured Homer's too stupid to <laughs> the rhythm method yeah well, I, uh, you can't well, trust that oh yeah I have a clip from him at the house it's Homer I don't know what you see in that ugly meatball uh huh if you like being pawed by something fat and lazy, we could get a cat <laughs> it would leave less hair on the couch <laughs> <laughs> You don't know Homer like I do. He's sensitive and sweet. Marge, get your butt out here! 
That is her catchphrase for the season, just a grumble. Yeah. Um, I the Bouviers are on fire in the this Bouviers, episode. Yeah. They were all my favorite jokes. One of like three like, appearances of Marge's mom yeah. in the whole show. And so I, is she dead on the show? No, she's not. I don't I believe they she just was, killed her. Did they? I could be wrong though. I, they killed they Jackie killed Mason. Agnes or sorry, oh. Ma- Mona Simpson. They oh, right, killed her. Right, yeah. But I don't believe they killed off Marge Mrs. Bouvier. But the the father does seem Jackie. dead. Like he's gone. Yeah. yeah. But um oh yeah, the other thing that this means is like one homer is 24 so think about where we were wherever we were when we were 24 11 12 years ago for me <laughs> yeah and even though 24 doesn't seem that far away and then also that homer like this means bart is 36 like yes we have to address that now with yeah. the uh, yes <laughs> another I, elephant in the room do i not say that all the time when i started watching the show bart was my age and now, according to the arcade game, I am Homer's age. So Bart is canonically as old as Homer is in this season He's now. He's born the same year yes. as me. But wow. uh, it, sometime after a certain movie comes out. Wow, what an ending. <laughs> Who'd have thought Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? Oh, thank, oh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Blow the Picture for me. Marge, I love you're that. as pretty as Princess Leia and as smart as Yoda. Oh, Homer. Such a hack geek clip that I'm just almost I, sick of seeing. I it. love that and, clip though. It I think I think that clip typified spoiler culture for a yeah. generation of kids who who got mad and like, yeah, you don't ruin the movie for me. And when the when Force Awakens came out, I remember Mark Hamill, a Simpsons guest and friend of the show, he joked about like, don't be Homer, and then he shared this clip. Oh, okay. He was like, don't spoil Force Awakens for people. Don't be Homer. <laughs> and also as a kid though, when I heard that voice in the in the clip there, that's when it clipped for me clicked for me. He's Megavolt. Dan Castellaneta is Megavolt oh, right. on Darkwing yeah. Duck. Because that spoiled a, a movie for me. Spoil a picture for I It's, love it's kind voice. of like a halfway step to crusty Megavolt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's... Uh, I, I, Dan Castellaneta doesn't do enough incidental uh, If we weren't pissing off conservatives already, I just want to get rid of get rid of my line of the By show. By mentioning today. abortion exists. Yeah. <laughs> That's the joke. Our song. I bet the guy she was singing that about was real happy. Actually, she was singing about God. <laughs> oh, well, he's always happy. No way, he's always mad. <laughs> this is really when the Simpsons oh. really starts laying into religion. I've noticed. Not even yeah. trying to be like uh, gingerly about it. They're just like, no, this is this is the truth behind yeah. things. Yeah, and it's such a, it's such a light joke. I definitely didn't pick up on back then. Yeah, but no, I, me neither. And it stands out now. And I just think all the courtship of Homer and Marge is really nice. And, and I think it's nice and sweet. It's, it's just very not cute. And I feel like that scene with them in the car singing is just kind of eerily fluid the way mm-hmm. it's animated, but it's still really fun to watch mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you could tell Dan and Julia are in the booth together and they're and they're mm-hmm. singing together. Yeah, the, Homer felt so like. Yeah. Uh, normal when he's like, no, he's always angry. Oh, yeah, he's always mad. Yeah. Like, that was cute. And though, talking about continuity, <laughs> that Light of My Life is not their song. It is. Oh, right. It is Birds Suddenly Appear. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think they didn't even stick with this a little bit. I like, gotta get that. I someone got fired for that blunt. <laughs> yeah. We do need, that. like, a siren, like, yeah. the continuity police are here. And also, this isn't a continuity gaffe, but it is interesting to think back to, like, Dead Putter Society, mm-hmm. which was all about Homer's obsession with putting. Mm-hmm. That was at his old job. Old job. Like, oh, wow. that, was, that whole thing happened at where he <laughs> used to work. I guess we didn't mention Homer's job was to turn a crank inside of a windmill. <laughs> that was yeah. so great. That could be at a weird frame rate, if you look at it now. Yeah. It's I love when Bart cut off his story. I was like, yeah, we all learned 
and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he could he could easily be, be replaced by a simple motor. Yes, like one of the most simple motors ever. Yeah, and then, but uh, you know, I, I also love they they have sex in that very same shack. Yes, drunk like, on champagne, which I thought was Marge slurring the word champagne. But did you look this up? up? Oh, okay, totally. please, please. Uh, totally, it is a real like I think currently owned by Pabst Blue Ribbon and relaunched in the UK as of last year. Wow. But it is a beer brewed like champagne with a champagne yeah. taste. If you want to live a depraved life, it sounds so white trashy. It's it's like I want to give that a shot. Quintessential eighties though. Uh, yeah, like yeah. the it, perfect eighties beverage to reference. I've never seen it. It's the Zima of its time. I By the way, it. look up Paps and see what all the dog shit alcohol they own. <laughs> Why do you need Schlitz and Colt forty five? I feel like it's more like Thunderbird or Ripple. It's just like what's the cheapest way to get fucked up tonight? What I want to drink the champagne the of beers. Classiest way to yeah. Get it's like up. this isn't malt liquor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the? It is malt liquor actually. Yeah. <laughs> what is the lowest class beer? Is it Red Stripe? Is it Paps? Is it uh, no? There's one even worse than that. It's like uh, it's it's literally old going style. It's literally it's literally going to a state where you have to buy a liquor store at the state depots uh, and getting the generic white label black text uh, cans like liquor number four three seven. Yeah. But yeah, but and just, doesn't drink beer by the way. <laughs> speaking of positive continuity, they definitely stuck with Bar- Marge and Homer's place being having sex in that windmill or in, right. in a castle because that's when uh was it called last of the red hot lovers or it was the one where it was the one where they're getting off on having sex in different places oh yes. yeah. natural born kissers i think natural it was born kissers, and there's so one. many bare asses that they could never show again yeah yeah homer's <sighs> bare ass scraping that window in that episode but anyway they go Eyes on the floor <laughs> they go back to the castle and have sex in that episode because this was their place and as a kid i definitely didn't get the visual of the ball going in yeah. the hole to be Marge being pregnant. Um, and well, yes, Marge gets pregnant. Well, uh, Miss Bouvier, uh, I think we found the reason why you've been throwing up in the morning. Congratulations. No! 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 <laughs> that poor guy. I like, so you've ruined your life. <laughs> that that is your life. a yeah. great return of the so uh, you blinked yeah the, a great return of the pamphlet jokes mm-hmm. on the show I, I think this episode really informed me because I've been responsible enough to never have a pregnancy scare uh, just like realizing like this is what young Homer went through I don't want to deal with this and I, I don't think I could raise a child either so yeah, I mean, I'm opting out I paid for multiple abortions and we're in the exact same position so you use, did the right thing Chris yes use your government <laughs> use your <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, but by the way hmm. another why the way we was callback that is the scene in the way we was when the the question the joke was then how did dad propose to you cut to that scene of Mrs. Bouvier I think we figured out like the exact same scene although so, in uh, oh, this, is, was. this is getting impossibly nerdy but on in, in Maggie Makes 3 and Maggie Makes 3 we see Homer yeah, I, tear out the first clumps of his hair that drove me crazy that. when he found out there I was like that's not how he found out she was pregnant I sent several angry postcards uh, well yeah. the, the, his, his, his marriage proposal this is my favorite scene oh it's yeah. very sweet it's, it's so very sweet. sweet it's so James L. Brooksy he's and, all over but very episode. funny at the end yeah Marge there's something I want to ask you but I'm afraid, because if you say no, it'll destroy me and make me a criminal. No, I haven't said no to you lately, have I? <laughs> Marge, nice I... Damn it, where's that card? What card? Oh, oh I broke down what I was going to say in a card. Stupid thing must have fallen out of my pocket. Is this it? What's it say? Marge, from the first <laughs> moment I saw you, I never wanted to be with anyone else. I don't have much to offer you except all my love. Will you marry?
Marry me. That's a card. Give it here. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Homer proposes vicariously through Marge His to herself. Up against the steering wheel. Yeah. If you look at the shot, it's just framed Homer's ass crack. It is, yeah. is He's proposing with his ass in her face. It's like just an ass crack yes. in, the, in the shot for yes, maybe like 10 beautiful. seconds. Yeah. I like his chain link steering wheel. Yeah, he still cool. has his yeah. old high school beater car. I almost yeah. bought one of those. Which I guess he sa- sells at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. I think. The Simpsons will be right back. Are you already tired of 2016? Jump into the past with 302010, our weekly pop culture time machine podcast. Here's something you may remember from 1986. Stallone's oh, co- yeah. Cobra. I am all over Cobra. Oh, good. This is the most 80s movie there yeah. is. It's Stallone is most Stallone-y, I think, where yes. he gets the criticism of making mindless action because the trailer yes. absolutely presents it as such. Mm-hmm. It, no, it totally is. It's uh, Death Wish and Dirty Harry mm-hmm. sort of taken to an extreme in that he is, is it a... Is a canon film? Yes, it is. Yeah, I thought so. He's the toughest cop. He's the guy they send in for the dirtiest work. And the dirtiest work is like, oh, there's a guy um, who has a minor hostage situation in a supermarket, and his solution is, of course, shoot everything all the time. Right. Kill all the dirt bags. It's like you could have easily, like, he like, sneaks up behind him. You could tackle him. No. No, we better wipe everybody out. <laughs> this this one has conspiracy parts in it too, and it's the it's not just a gang; it's like a cultish sort of gang. Mm. And they hate they Jesus. Have, there's like secret cops are actually members, and who uh, can you trust? And like Brigitte Nielsen, uh, I think just Mrs. Girlfriend. Stallone. Oh, yeah. After Don't this, fight the Jewish yeah. lizard Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> But she witnesses a crime, so he's go oh, well, protect you. And then uh, <laughs> is he underwater? If I, if I <laughs> the may... secret to doing Stallone is don't move your tongue. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta talk without moving your tongue. That's thirty twenty ten, a weekly look at what happened in pop culture thirty years ago, twenty years ago, and ten years ago. Every Thursday, right here on the Laser Tab Network. Going backwards, I like the brief implication of Homer and Barney were roommates. Like that, that they were living yeah. in what Barney's apartment still is. He's still there. We, we see Barney has gone yeah. nowhere in his life. And also, it taught me a bad lesson at the age of nine, which is you can just buy a tube of cookie dough and eat it. You don't yeah. even have to cook it. I guess I never realized like it was it was available in such a large quantity without my mom yeah, making my it. My mom yeah. had to explain that to me. Like, yeah, you could just eat that. You know how you like eating cookie dough, and I make it. You can just buy pre-made Dude, tubes of it and eat it. I prefer it to actual cookies, and I stay away from it wow. because I can't trust myself, and Mainline I have no restraint. It. This is before it was an ice cream, too, so yeah. uh, ahead of uh, the game. This, this, I love this clip. I uh, I love this clip because, I don't know, let's just play it. Well, what, one, I think there, this was a funnier SNL sketch around the same time. Mm. Homer, I've been thinking, if the baby's a boy, what do you think of the name Larry? Marge, we can't do that. All the kids will call him Larry Fairy. Well, how about Louie? We'll call him Screwy Louie. Bob? Slob. Luke? Hey. Puke. Marcus? Mucus. <laughs> what about Bart? Let's see. Bart, <laughs> Bart, Dart, Yart. Nope. 
Can't see any problem with that. Uh, <laughs> I think you're thinking of the uh, the Os- Oswipe. Yes, guess? yeah. Okay. It, it, I, I but it's, immediately. it's Kevin Nealon like almost improving how every name could be horrible, mm. and the mailman comes sketch. to the end of his sketch and like I have a letter for Mister Asswipe. He's like that's <laughs> Oswipe. <laughs> uh, really funny. That's a great. That's a great sketch. But just just that like when the show came out, like I thought the name Bart was a fart joke. I'd never met anybody but named mm. Bart in my life. Mm. Um, never met a Bartholomew. And now, I, I just don't flinch at it. But for the first three years, I just thought it was a fart joke. Weird. Okay. I never and, thought of it that way. Uh, and speaking of names, right before that, when they're arguing about the names, like, there's all this 80s nostalgia in here, but mm-hmm. the really dated bits are Ariel versus Cool Modi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That really puts it in time. That, well, I mean... I, I'm not going to play the dead jingle because it's not their voices, but... Um, Jesus, my favorite non-existent band, Funky See, Funky Do. Yeah, they make two appearances in this Mentioned episode. Mentioned twice, but like by both Don Cornelius and Casey Kasem, I who are both dead. It. It's <laughs> funny. Uh, weirdly enough, I was in an airport recently, and I heard Casey Kasem introducing really? songs. Uh, and he kept doing it, and I was like, did he just record an intro wow. for a bunch of songs they would play after his death? It was so creepy. Yeah, it's like, here's Starland Vocal weird. Band. I'm like, you're dead. <laughs> you're in the ground. <laughs> I, mean, I guess his voice can still work. Yeah. Uh, so here's where the episode really made me think it was my parents as, at the time, and how I I guess it's uh, it's something I can never really shake, was that my parents did get married in the way that the Homer and Marge do. Not uh, They weren't pregnant. It wasn't a pregnancy, but the long story short was they were moving from california to arkansas which i really wish they hadn't mm. done i wish i had been born in california but anyway no offense no offense fellow arkansans so the, while they're on the way to arkansas my dad just says eh, we should be married when we get there like so or they'll shoot us at the border uh, yeah i think he probably was thinking of judgmental family members yeah. if he had lived in sin in arkansas so on the way there they're just like well we're going through carson city nevada let's get married uh-huh. and so it was and it was just a very quick, like, boom, did it. As the older I got, every every five years, my mom would tell me a more depressing, sad moment from that Aww. thing. I was like, ooh, boy. But I won't share more of that. I'll just, how about this? Because I love pointing out this early in the show. Uh, the characters are wrong. We have a wrong Cletus. Oh, yeah. Cletus, do you take Aileen to be a lawful wedded wife? Yep. Done. Next! <laughs> it's just a, a big, giant, fat dude in a trucker hat. Yeah. I think Cletus, Cletus is like the go-to hillbilly name, though. Yeah. Yes. Or like Buford. I think that guy's Cletus is because is why the other one is Cletus, because that's just their stock name of like, oh, what's what kind of dumbass hillbilly will we have here? Cletus? Uh, Hank Azari is a uh, priest yeah. character. Mm. I love him mm. just like clicking his tongue and pointing his fingers like, yeah. you. Dearly yeah. beloved, we are gathered here in the sight of God and his casino God. to join Homer and... In holy matrimony, beautiful. Do you, Marjorie Bouvier, take Homer J. Simpson to be a lawful wedded husband? I do. Homer, same question, names reversed. <laughs> then, by the power vested in me by the State Gaming Commission, I pronounce you man and wife. Here's $10 worth of chips. You may kiss the bride. Next. <laughs> I went to my mom's uh, courthouse wedding when she married my stepdad when I was it was probably around this time actually and it was actually more efficient than this it's like sign the paper yeah. goodbye we'll throw a race at you yeah it's like why, why pay tens of thousands of dollars let's, just, let's seal the deal and I was just at my mom's newest wedding too which was a much more involved deal than her previous one mm. but I also did like I've, I referenced it tons of times on here but the the Simpsons family album that bo- that physical book release they had in the early years oh it's great it had this photo 
photo in it. And I really uh, appreciate that at the time. I was like, yep, this is their chance. wedding photo. Back when it was possible to have continuity, at least <laughs> exactly. the, the promise of continuity. I tossed out my line. There's three lines that I really like in the show. Have a lot of lines this of this show. is one of my favorite moments. Look what I got, Marge, a baby monitor. <laughs> baby to Marge. Mm-hmm. Baby to Marge. Wah, wah. Over. <laughs> Don't know why. I love it so much. Uh, baby man. Marge. <laughs> it's a very dragnet reading. By the way, I had to look up the when Marge said her ideal husband was Ted Bessel. I oh, had yeah. to look that one up. But it is such a perfect fitting thing for her because it is the love interest from That Girl, the Marlo Thomas show of the 70s. I had to look it up, too. It's funny that, that um, both The Simpsons... Both The Simpsons and Family Guy did a shot-for-shot remake of the That Girl opening, but I have not seen an, a single episode in my life. Yeah, I've yeah. never been privy to a single episode. The, when The Simpsons redid the That Girl opening, it was uh, when Burns is trying to work with Lisa and she keeps saying no and Burns is ruined. Yeah. That's the Animal Slurry? Yeah, that's yeah. in the Animal Slurry. Old Man and the Sea Student? Old Man and the Sea Student. Old Man and the Lisa, sorry. They, no, you, Old Man and the Lisa. Yeah, yeah there's two girls It also establishes that. where Homer... Asp- begins to aspire to work at the power plant? Mm-hmm. I don't know how we can afford all these things on your salary. Hey, why don't I apply at the nuclear power plant? I hear they pay pretty well. I don't know. I heard radiation can make you sterile. <laughs> oh, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode, like, the plant is glowing so bright. I thought yeah. it was... I, Sounds so terrible. I thought it was a Springfield tire fire, but I did. I like I, if I, when I wasn't looking closely. I also did the. I like that Marge, even at the start of their marriage, is already balancing the checkbook. Like, yeah, she's the, the responsible one. Like they're already like, well, I've been married one day. I guess I'll start doing the checkbook for and us. And it looked like they had a, like a, a monthly income of eight hundred dollars. And like, are they are they podcasters? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, eight hundred nineteen eighty dollars, pretty <laughs> that's, good that's money. Almost two k today. Uh, this this episode also has there's a montage where Homer is going through different jobs, mm-hmm. and I believe it has the first of several uh, person jumping out of a window at the first sign of panic yeah. uh, oh, jokes. Yeah. The trapezoid scheme. uh, So great. But (laughs) but before that, I love, and I have have totally identified this as someone who has applied for jobs, Mm -hmm. like when Homer arrives and sees that he knows, like he's sitting in there like, I'm not getting this job. Yes, yes, exactly. I wish I would have got, because I love just the crony-tastic, how that that clip is, but it's it's not going to be my old friend, buddy! It's weird that the... I'm from the Alabama chapter! That the super established as a a very uh, gay man Smithers is a, like, a raging frat bro, but maybe that says something about frat bros. Well, that he was, well, that he was Kegmeister Smithers. Yeah. Kegmeister Smithers. And we learn his first name, Waylon, in this episode, Uh, too. Much later Really? In this episode? This episode, yeah. at the end of it, yeah, but the... Him being a kegmeister, my fan head canon for that is just that he was so deeply in the closet in college that he was I overcompensating that, yeah. and and probably drinking too much alcohol <laughs> to bury his his love of his uh, frat brother. I choke back the vomit as he has sex with women. <laughs> it's like when you when he tried to go to the brothel, you know, yeah. or that flashback that was just cat on a hot tin roof and then uh, became yeah. uh, that. I guess he was married. Like he said. That's weird. Should that yeah. count as him being married? Smithers, because he um, did say he was. I think so. I think he has flirted with heterosexuality at that. The yeah. insistence of his parents. Yeah, I guess most so. people do. It's really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, they do have a clip of the interview. What would each of you say is your worst quality? Well, I am a workaholic. Well, I push myself too hard. Well, it takes me a long time to learn anything. I'm kind of a goof off. Okay, that'll do. Little stuff starts disappearing from the workplace. That's enough. Next, there's a problem with the reactor. What do you do? There's a problem with the reactor? We're all gonna die! Ah! Ah, run! 
I love that Foley. Hearing it now, I'm like, oh, that's great. Here's the thing. I I thought he was going to jump out the window, but it's the other guy that I was was waiting for. He's sitting by a giant plate glass window, like, jump out the window, Homer, and it didn't happen. Maybe in the animatic, they're like, we can't have them both jump out windows. Though then (laughs) it has a great callback because later in the episode, Smither reveals, like, he ran into the brew closet. Oh, yeah. He didn't even run out the door. (laughs) But before before that that happens, like, Homer basically has to, like, this is very weird, but like also like speaking of conventional sitcom plots in terms of the Gorgian thing, the 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 man leaving the wife because he can't properly support her. It was it was baffling in my head then, and it's even more so now. Yeah. I can't support you. I'm not a man, so I'm out of here. It uh, they try their best to make him redeemable, but it is an odd choice, yeah. you know, well, a kind want... of a shithead choice. I, I can't do this right, so I might as well not be here at all. Yeah, I'm going to work at a fast food joint. That'll and, be uh... the best thing for the kid. Yeah, I mean, a fast I... food joint, by the way. If you look really closely at it, and I, we do now, it's the crusty burger with an oddly matted gulp and blow thing in it. Oh, and like, really? It, yeah. It's really crude. Okay. Perhaps we're to believe that the crusty burger bought up the gulp and blow. I, I think they were just trying. They, they were reusing assets and like. Mm. Guys, I have to ask, does the Krusty Burger exist in 1980? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we got to figure it out now, or we have to make it something else. Fuck it, it's Gulp and Blow. This is the only appearance of Gulp and Blow. Yeah, it, it is. a lot of traction out of Gulp and Blow it's for a- what they use it for, but it disgusts me. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of it. But Gulp and blow. I do. I do like the. Uh, I do like the montage of his jobs. Like yes. that kids are actually like, "What a crappy kid!" I couldn't cries. tell if the kid was crying or laughing. You ruined the vacation. I think he was crying. Okay. And then also they they cop to it on the commentary, but they pause on a couple signs really long because they're like, "We were twenty seconds yeah. short." Oh, what are they? Like, modern so. Simpsons writers? Oh yes. yeah. You must see every yeah. one of our jokes. Um, Read them. Sorry, uh, Homer has to write a letter to Marge. Dear Marge. By the time you read this, I will be gone. You deserve all the finest things in the world. And although I can give them to you, they will be repossessed and I will be hunted down like a dog. (laughs) Also, it has become clear that your family doesn't want me here. Shut up with that pen scratching down there. (laughs) I will send you every cent I earn for the baby. But you will not see me again until I am a man. That's right. You couldn't have been there to well, help in any way. I guess he's promising to return once he is respectable, but it's, yeah. it's still not a good choice to make. Well, and they make sure at the before they go to commercial to have current day Homer say like, "Well, obviously I came back. Like, yeah. don't even be that sad. Like, I, I think Lisa's crying too. Yeah, and uh, and you know, my mom did let my brother eat frosting for dinner at least yeah. once. Can we have like, a can of frosting? Well, it was such a uh, my and my brother is much healthier than me, by the way. But but <laughs> it was this weird thing where she would buy she would buy cupcakes like you know we'd be on the grocery store trip and she'd buy those cupcakes and then my brother would just lick the frosting off of them and then not eat the rest of the cupcake. <laughs> and so then my mom just said, "What what are we doing? Why am I wasting money on these cupcakes? I'll buy a jar." She of cut frosting. out the middleman. It's smart yep. parenting. Yeah, and oh yeah, I did love how Marge said. We break thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> and the super friendly Repo Depot guy. Like, it is like, hand a ring, I'm afraid. Repo man, I'm here for the baby's things. Oh. Uh, crib, mobile, monitor. Oh, and the lady's ring, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, dear. Repossessing stuff is the hardest part of my job. Uh, I, love I love that guy. The He's, statement is. My job is the hardest part of my yeah. job. Yeah. He's the repo man with a heart of gold. <laughs> Instead of being a Hank Azaria, like, jaded, blue-collar guy. I can't tell if that's my least favorite joke or my favorite. Just... It's, it's, it's awesome. I agree. <laughs> except, thing... for, except for, like, I think we all gravitated towards this one, that Burns is playing a very specific game. Oh, yes. And we've compared the first season that maybe that's Punch-Out. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe not. It looks like the arcade version, kind of. But this is very specifically Miss Pac-Man. It's a very Simpsonized Miss Pac-Man. And, and I know Miss Pac-Man, I know everybody's familiar with it, but I can't honestly tell you, even before I was playing it, how ubiquitous Miss mm. yeah. Pac-Man machines yeah. were. Like, I'm going, to, I'm four, I'm going to soccer practice. There is a machine on a field plugged into an extension cord. <laughs> that thing is fucking everywhere. Though was there a Miss Pac-Man in 1981? I think it might be an 83 game. Uh, an official yeah. one, yes. probably. <laughs> yeah, it, it's an illegal Mr. mod. Clark, I yeah. forget what it's called. But it's in the Retronauts. That's it. That's it. Come closer. <laughs> Ironic, isn't it? The hunter has become the hunted. <laughs> oh, God, Smithers, I feel so alive. What a great take. Yes. Yeah, like, that, is a, uh, that is a perfect intro to Burns. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's a nice, like, reintroduction of this is Mr. Burns. He's the guy who owns this place. <laughs> I oh. like how they make no effort to make him even look the slightest bit younger. Nope, as they do with that. everyone. Even, like, Patty and Selma have longer hair. And <laughs> yeah. actually, Patty and Selma, I do want to mention, they go to great lengths to differentiate between the two. Like, mm. Patty is the harsher one. Selma has, like... I meant to take note of that to remember which one was a lesbian now. Uh, oh, Patty. that's Patty, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that Selma was the nice one, or, well... The nicer, nicer. One. She was not completely heartless. Yeah, that she was like, you really do miss your husband. So yeah. I'm gonna say two and a half words. Gulp, blow. Oh, I didn't get that line. The other one they said. My f- favorite line of the show is they're taking a picture and they're done. And the mom goes, "Girls, you can smoke now." <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I, and this episode also builds in why Homer lost his hair or how he lost his hair. So he's losing his hair on their couch and he's also losing his hair in yeah. their tacos. No, so it's like yeah. they're building that in. Like, no, he's going bald and he's kind yeah. of got a receding hairline. I mean, in this it's episode. definitely clear he has less hair than he did before and in he's, high school. He's yeah, losing it. But I also did like the little reconnection scene between Marge and Homer. Wait, hold, I gotta finish. I, I have the rest of the burn scene because. Oh. So glorious. You the boss? Yes. I'll call security, sir. Well, listen to me, Mr. Big Shot. If you're looking for the kind of employee who takes abuse and never sticks up for himself, I'm your man. You can treat me like dirt, and I'll still kiss your butt and call it ice cream. And if you don't like it, I can change. (laughs) Hold the phone, Smithers. I like your attitude. Feisty yet spineless. Sir, this man not only failed the aptitude test, he got trapped in a closet on his way out. (laughs) I don't care. I haven't been this impressed since I first laid eyes on a young bootlick named Waylon Smithers. You mean? Welcome aboard, son. I got the job. I got the job! Woohoo! Only in America could I get a job. (laughs) Who was that young Hellcat Smithers? Homer Simpson, sir. Simpson, eh? I'll remember that name. You know, I, I really the need joke to, is on the nose. I really need to try a Homer's uh, strategy when I'm applying for jobs yeah. again because uh, I was unemployed, unemployed a few years ago. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Applying to a lot of things I felt were kind of beneath me. So I would go into the interview like, I can do this. It's I can do any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I would never get any of them. So do I need to like be like supplicate at their feet or something? I, I don't know. I'm terrified. Of, I haven't had to apply for a job. Five years? Yeah, well, I, I went in for a job. Inter- I, one time in my life, I went into a job interview while I had a job that was not in jeopardy. So all the confidence in the universe. That's the only time that's ever happened to me. And then uh, uh, after that, I had the exact same thing you were going through when I moved to San Francisco. Mm. Like, I have a degree. Uh, I was published in this. Let me see if I can get a job, like, writing for you. Uh, no, 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 no. And then, like, well, until then, I'll get a job as a waiter. And, like, the self-important... Fu- no offense to the service community, because I have worked restaurants. But, like, in San Francisco, there's a tin top. What do you do? What's a tin top? <laughs> What's a tin top? Ten Get tables, motherfucker. Guy. Like, guess what? 
Now I know. Yeah. I am just as much of an expert as you are. <laughs> that was just lingo you hid from me for a moment. Yeah. Can I count to ten? Yes. Can I write down orders? Yes. Your job isn't that complicated, but you're going to make it seem like it is, and uh-huh. there are people actually incapable of doing it, even though there's not. Yeah, everybody's they, got jargon. They've got, guard, they've got to guard their po- yes, position Guarding the secret. God, the Wayland thing, I... I Feel like that's a Wayland Flowers and Madam. Reference. It is on the commentary. Yeah. They mentioned he's what? named after Wayland Flowers, who was a, I would say, a very effeminate ventriloquist who had <laughs> what? a what? Who had an old woman puppet, and they they did parry this on Family Guy, which is probably where a lot of people have seen yeah. it. Yeah. What? There's no idea. He had like talk show appearances in the seventies. Not senior wences. No, 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 no. He had a sassy old lady puppet Sorry? named Madam. Wow. No. Yeah. No idea. Seventies mm-hmm. uh, Wayland Flowers. Yes. Yeah. Wayland Flowers. Wow. Very homosexual. That name. has to be yeah. the gayest name of all time. Like, if you wanted to control your kid's sexuality, that name was not the way to do it. I feel like it was a stage. It had to be a stage. <laughs> it had name. to be a stage. Yeah. Name. yeah. You uh, have to pick that name. Uh, but a, a quick cut back to when they reconnected. Mm-hmm. I really loved their their moment together because, like, first her giving him giving her the onion ring, and then they're saying like, "This yeah. is sweet, but this is burning my finger." And yeah. then he eats it, and she sucks the, the, the juice off. Yeah, it was a great little real moment, but also yeah, when okay. Homer says "poor Voo," I was like. That's a callback to way we was. Yes, He's, I wish they would have had the bird suddenly appear song yeah, that you mentioned. It, it they, seems like they probably couldn't afford it or something like that. Mm. They fell in love via learning French, so I like when he calls back to that French stuff. They did, didn't even pick up on that. And then again, yeah. one of my one of my favorite lines: they reconnect. Mark, he just got to get to the Mark, hospital. Where's the baby? Right where you left it. Shut up. Hey, listen, fat mm-hmm. boy. No, you listen. This is my wife, and this is my kid, and I'm paying for this delivery. So if you want to stay, you better give me some respect. Homer, does this mean... Starting tomorrow, I'm a nuclear technician. Good God. <laughs> I love that. Good, good, good God. God. That's the right reaction for him it's, to have. He barely knows him and is terrified. And uh, it's immediately <laughs> followed by uh, Homer trying to deliver the baby himself. Homer, that's... <gasps> oh! Step aside. I'll deliver this baby. Uh, why don't you let me handle it, Homer? Oh, college boy, eh? Homer, for God's sakes, <laughs> let him deliver the baby. College I love boy, those... calling a doctor a college boy. <laughs> I love those three students line reading yeah. season. He's like, oh, I'll deliver this baby. Yeah, I'll do it here. Yeah. <laughs> I do like this episode Come more on, than Chris, I It's winning right. you over. Well, and also, the donut man, I really did love the donut delivery man. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, the colors of the rainbow. And that's what I really wanted that... Homer, made Homer want to get the job. Yeah, I just love the way that I think of that line all the time. All oh, the colors of the rainbow. <laughs> that kind of like New England-ish accent. It's beautiful. Now that about wraps it up, people. You know, son, the day you were born, I received the greatest gift a man could have. As the years went by, your mother and I were blessed twice more. And not a day goes by that we don't thank God for all three of you. Homer, I'm not pregnant. Yeah! Whoa! Excellent, Marge! <laughs> Yes! <laughs> I like how he knocks, great knocks one of the kids off the couch yeah. to high-five Marge. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, oh, great, this is Simpsons again. Yeah. I forgot it ended on the high-five landing. Like, high-five and boop! The Freeze over. frame, yeah. Like, yeah. It, and then it also ended, I'm sorry, I have to be, well, why not get granular on this kind of show? Please. This stupid sound effect. I've never <laughs> heard that before. Yeah, I've never heard that into the. Usually, Simpsons. when they go out on a like <laughs> like a like a cut to black mm-hmm. joke, just like bam, like mm-hmm. they will play a little sting. I think yeah. the I think the um, Bart the Daredevil does that too. But like da, 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 try raising yeah, my I, kids. The, I haven't heard, heard that before. Yeah, I've heard that, da, dun, 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 but yeah. very rarely that. Da, 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 dun. Whatever this is. 
Yeah, I like it. I don't yeah. know what that I, is. It's very nice. Uh, but yeah, I guess, you know, this episode's dated in that, like, they just have the morning after pill. Like, the, now yeah. Marge would just go, if you that. But I mean, this is one of, since the way we was, this is one of the most dated episodes ever because it's specifically like, yeah, you know, 10 years ago, 1980, which well, it wasn't even 10 years ago then in 1980. Yeah. It's pretty amazing that they were drilling into 80s nostalgia so quickly. And they even kept it more clear of like, they are the class of 1974. So Homer is, he says it, 24 in the episode. Yeah. Six, because it's six years later. God, it's hard to imagine Homer being 24 now that I'm much older yeah. than that. I <laughs> want to see flashback episodes to Homer and Barney as roommates. There like, is so much of their life we haven't seen yeah. uh, from uh, the way we was until that episode exactly. that could be like great exactly. material to mind. Very few things that establish why they're friends in the first place. <laughs> yeah, like how they met. Yes. Uh, I mean, I guess they were friends since they were children according yeah. to the Blunder years. But I know they've... Ugh, fuck that episode. <laughs> uh, but I know they've... I, I think I've heard Graining talk about pitching a show just called Homer and they just pick up Homer's life at any time in an episode like wow. as a spinoff. That could, that could work, I think. But... Uh, yeah, anyway, I this was a good episode. I actually prefer, I think Lisa's first word is a better I agree with you, version yeah. of this It's my least episode. favorite flashback episode of the, mm. the trilogy. And I still, uh, and, well, meanwhile, the B-Sharps is just goof town, but awesome. I still yeah. love that episode. It's less about the Simpsons growing as a family and more about this fun little like side trip through Homer's life. It's more about a lengthy Beatles parody. Yes, like, exactly. That's, that's what it's really That's all about. it is. Thanks, David Merkin. And uh, it was not a Merkin one. It was one of the oh, last before right. Merkin left. Wow. Even on the commentary, they they think it was a Merkin one. He's obsessed like, no, with the Beatles. One. Yeah, he's obsessed with the Beatles, but he's not the only boomer obsessed with the Beatles. <laughs> That's man. true. There's quite a few of them. Uh, uh, time life wouldn't have me believe it's everybody. And I would still love to talk to like I've reached out to Jeff Martin on Twitter. I will probably do it again. Like I want to interview him just about this trilogy mm. of episodes. Like yeah, it's amazing. He's behind all of these and what it was like to be the guy to like build. What 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 was it like in the writers' room to build this history of the Simpsons to say okay, this is how Bart was born. This is how Lisa was born and just to think of those two Joe Piscopo lines reflecting on one another in those two episodes <laughs> that is great I love that I admit, I was like oh there's gonna be a Joe Piscopo joke oh no it's the other two that's but I I say good episode really good episode mm. but more for history purposes than the two you're correct the two episodes sandwiching this one are better yeah very heartwarming good animation by director Jeffrey Lynch his first episode yes. as a director and he would go on to do great things so there's yes a shot where Maggie gets swung into the camera in the beginning that I just that was out of nowhere and I loved it yeah, yeah, lots of great yeah. little touches, great colors. So yeah, that was Talking Simpsons, everybody. I married Marge. Great episode. I liked it. I have been your host, Bob Mackey. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. Please subscribe to my other podcast, Retronauts. It's a classic gaming podcast. You can find that at retronauts.com or usgamer.net or search for it in your podcast machine. Everybody else, where can we find you? Laser Time, lasertimepodcast.com on the show that started it all. I have no idea what the episode's going to be. We'd had some... The weirdest, most fun episode we did in Laser Time, we pick a weird pop culture topic. I don't know. What's been your favorite episode as of late, Bob? You I have the show really before. liked the data technology episode. The dead formats? Dead formats. Yeah, yeah that's really what good. I was going to mention. Yeah. That was su- I was super a few fun. times, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So much fun. And there's also 302010. If you want to think mm-hmm. about things that happened 30 years ago or 20 years ago or 10 years ago, that's the podcast for you where we take a given week and talk about what happened in 1986, 1996, and 2006 in pop culture and even some news, Chernobyl tragedy. Uh, and also, you know... I. And it is the only show in the universe, and I love the image. I don't know which one of my 302010 <laughs> images is, is my favorite. Either the one with Pamela Anderson, Richard Pryor, and Orson Welles. <laughs> or the Super Bowl shuffle 
Uh, yeah. a, a GTA character and the Challenger exploding. That could be my favorite. <laughs> How uh, random of a discussion can you have? And also, patreon.com slash lasertime is the home to uh, where you can directly support us and help pay our bills. Yeah. And, uh, and get the first 13 episodes yeah. of, of Talking Simpsons, the first season for you people who are really into the show. And we did a season two wrap-up that was fucking awesome. Yeah. I love it. And this episode marks the middle point of season three. This is episode 12 of 24, oh, 24. so we're halfway through wow. season three. So yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be back next week when Bart falls down a well. We'll see you then. Wow, infotainment.